Shared Interest, the podcast where a couple shares their interests of the week with each other. I'm Felicia. I'm James. This is episode five. What are you talking about this week? I have two interesting stories. Both are very new and developing. One has not picked up as much steam as I uh, as I thought it was going to. Um, and then the other one is uh, an international story. Not here. I have one that's about U.S. affairs and one that's about French affairs. Okay. What about you? Well, it was a very big week in pop culture, so I'm doing two pop culture stories. Mm-hmm. A lot happened. You gave me a list earlier. Yeah, I selected two. Short blurbs. What do you got? Uh, the first thing I'm talking about is Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Because this is something you hadn't heard. No. This is totally news to me. Do you want me to start? I'm not tuned into like the late night world at all. Well, neither am I, but this was pretty big news. Okay, go for it. So, Rolling Stone magazine wrote this expose on Jimmy Fallon and the toxic workplace environment that he has created at The Tonight Show. Who hosted The Tonight Show before Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Conan O'Brien and then Jay Leno. Okay. So he has allegedly been accused of erotic, toxic, and drunk behavior. Yeah, isn't he like a crazy, like a notoriously crazy drunk? It's been rumored for years that he doesn't have a healthy relationship with alcohol. And other substances, I think. That could very possibly be. So Rolling Stone interviewed 16 current and former Tonight Show staffers who uh, they all sort of agreed that there were good Jimmy days and bad Jimmy days. Employees claimed to have smelled alcohol on his breath while at work, that he belittled and intimidated employees. He would have outbursts. Uh, The magazine reached out to 80 current and past staffers in total, and either they refused to go on the record or they did not have one single positive thing to say about him as a person. How many staffers? 80. 80. Jeez. Um, Or, sorry, they refused to go on the record... I mean, I have bad Jimmy days, too, but that <laughs> many? <laughs> to uh, say anything positive about him as a person. They spoke about his talent as a comedian, as a host. Um, but he has sent combative emails and notes with feedback that read, um, these are actual examples that Rolling Stone reviewed. What's going on with you? You've really outdone yourself. Are you okay? Seriously, do you need help? In the past nine years that he's hosted the show, it has had nine showrunners, which is apparently unheard of in the industry. Nine years, nine showrunners. Uh, yes. And one past showrunner, and, and because of his, the environment he's created, the, the showrunners have also, upper management has also sort of contributed to this toxic environment. Um, one showrunner made comments about a black employee's hair. Uh, and the same one also made comments about how much food employees were eating, such as we're eating a lot today and not caring about what we look like. Um, these complaints were brought to HR, and HR would forward the complaints directly to the managers that they were complaining about. He has since apologized to his staff in a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not good. Man, this is n- and this is not like the first late-night scandal that's come out recently, right? James well, Corden is notoriously a, a so jerk to like servers and stuff. It's giving Ellen energy. Yep, Ellen was Where it's like, classic. oh, he's such a beloved. He's so amazing. There was another one. He's so talented. 
Um, but actually, he's kind of a dick behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah. Um, um, Fever Pitch was a great movie. I loved Fever Pitch. Yeah. So he hasn't made a statement publicly. He's just, the day that the article came out, he hopped on a Zoom call with his entire staff. And obviously they're on hi- hiatus right now because of the writer strike. Um, so they're not filming the show anyway. But he did apologize to his staff, saying he was completely embarrassed. He's so sorry he created an environment like this. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. He's also currently hosting a podcast with four of the other late night hosts. I've seen that. Um, and all of the proceeds are supposed to be going to their staff that is currently on an unpaid leave. But all those have been pre-recorded, so I don't know if they're going to address it, if they're going to completely cancel it, or what exactly they're going to do going forward with this. But Those are all pre-recorded podcasts? Yeah. They've I thought it was an hour every day or something like that. Yeah, but I think they've pre-recorded what? Okay. all the episodes. I read, the, I read that in uh, the LA Times. But sh- pretty shocking. I mean, like, I, I have heard rumors. Um, I, I haven't heard rumors about him creating a toxic work environment, Just like, but just like he, he is an alcoholic has been sort of a... I've definitely heard those rumors. rumors. It, so what's, like, going on with The Tonight Show? Uh, like, what's happening right now? So they're on... All the they're late, on strike. All the late night shows are on, are so on uh, hiatus. They, well, they're, they're all normally going hiatus for the summer, right? Do but they? But since the strike... All the shows have been shut down because they don't have any writers. Okay. Um, so they're not they're not on air anyway, which I think mm. works in Jimmy's favor a little bit. Really? Doesn't have to. They don't either have to cancel the show or address come it up on with a the statement. show. Yeah. Um, do you think he's going to come back? Like. Um. Yes, I what do. What do you think the ramifications are going to be? Um. I don't know. Did it seem like Jimmy just did stuff like over emails? That was the most toxic. I think stuff that, that that's no. I that think he that did he would specifically. he would do it um, on uh, set. He, does seem he was like very a erratic. Psycho. Yeah, and, and and a bit intense. And um, it really affected all of the several of the employees that they talked to. Said it really affected their mental health. They would call the um, green rooms where celebrities would wait in crying rooms because that's where they would go to cry if they were being berated by staff or Jimmy himself. Um, And they often joked about killing them. Like, they often joked about suicide because of how bad the work environment was. Jeez. Yeah. Pretty dark stuff. Yeah. Man. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. NBC already released a statement Rolling Stone reached out when they said they were writing this article, and they didn't actually mention him, Jimmy, by name. They just said that they were very proud of the Tonight Show and the product and the work and the, hmm. you know, show and what it's become. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that was quite shocking. Jay Leno doesn't host anything anymore, does he? No, right? he's he, retired. Have you seen his car show? He has like my a dad m- talks about massive it. Massive car collection. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's interesting. I don't know. I'd like to think Jimmy Fallon is a good guy, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's not. It's kind of hard to um, not believe, one, 16 current and former employees, plus the 80, that includes the 80 that they talked to who wouldn't go on the record and wouldn't say anything positive about him. Wait, so you said they wouldn't go on the record. They either wouldn't go, they refused to go on the record or... How many did go on the record? 16. 16 anonymously. 
they didn't want their names used because they didn't want repercussions. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <sighs> I right. never I never found the Tonight Show particularly funny. He was a little bit right at the start. He started off really hot, but then Yeah. Um got old real quick. He has good I think what the Tonight like w- social like YouTube clips viral clips with celebrities yeah but then it became like oversaturated like he was one of the first to do those like short five six minute game clips or like sketch clips on youtube Mm -hmm. with his celebrity guests like uh, you know charades or something like that like um i don't i don't i think he'll get through this because i think generally he is a likable guy um there has to be sweeping changes at the tonight show you can't have a new showrunner every year and still create a sustainable work environment, I think. Um, we'll see. Late night's got to get shaken up. Late night is brutal. I agree. Literally, the five late night hosts, they're all, it's like five white dudes. It's, it's like, can it's we... Yeah, it's Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Two Jimmys. Like, seriously. <laughs> um, I agree. Seth anyway, Myers. Pretty shocking. It's three Jimmy. James Corden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's gone. He's not He's not uh, a part of the podcast. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, I had a tweet. There was a Wall Street Journal journal article, I think. Journal journal article about this the other day. (coughs) Something that happened just north of here. Some people were caught scuba diving off the Cape Canaveral coast. And... This guy, this guy wrote about it. It's n- no, because of the launch site there. And a lot of people, like, there's this new phenomenon. I guess it's not so new, but um, this article is about this phenomenon called gate crashing. And it's about, like, this tactic that the Chinese government uses where they, like, force citizens to pose as tourists or, like, unwitting like people in the u.s and that just like wander onto military bases or like wander oh, into the white like house get a little bit of intel and snap pictures or like go scuba diving off the coast lay down. yeah exactly or like you know say they don't speak the language or whatever something like that and so this article it goes through a bunch of these past it talks about this specific example which was just about a couple of weeks ago um off the spacex site in uh, you know north of here in florida um, they've done it in New Mexico. Uh, w- and it's funny because like these military bases will be like out in the middle of nowhere. Like one is like, like, yeah, know exactly. Yeah. They're just what like, we just stumbled here? on here and they're like out in uh, like Alaska where yeah. it's like a military base. They're like six hours from the closest town. Right. Yeah. It's like where the, um, where the 11th airborne, right. Remember the Chinese spy balloon? That was uh-huh. floating over a couple months ago. Like, there's a military base close to there where the 11th Airborne Division is that focuses on Arctic warfare mm-hmm. that, like, some tourists have unwittingly stumbled upon once before, right? They've done it on, like, uh, um, there's a missile silo in New Mexico that's close to a popular sledding uh, location, like a sand tobogganing, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, people will just, like ditch their sand toboggans and like wander over to the missile silo and take pictures people the people have been caught in the white house like sneaking behind doors and taking pictures and stuff um the chinese embassy uh released a statement in washington saying the relevant claims are purely ill-intentioned fabrications 
We urge the relevant U.S. officials to abandon the Cold War mentality, stop groundless accusations, and do more things that are conducive to enhancing mutual trust between the two countries and friendship between the two peoples. I think that's fair to some extent because it is kind of seems like they're uh, fostering xenophobia a little mm. bit, right? Where mm-hmm. they're like, if you see a Chinese tourist somewhere, someone who's Chinese, like, well, yeah. oh, they might be a spy, yeah. right? That's it's kind of like um, what's it called? McCarthyism, yeah, right. Or like everyone How is a, a Russian spy or something like you that. You can gather from Red Scare, wandering, like snorkeling off of Cape Canaveral. Probably not that much in just one instance, but if you have a government that's instructing like hundreds of people to do that, or thousands of people to do that all across the world, probably quite a bit. Mm. Uh, I don't know the. I don't know. So the are they arrested for that? Like, were uh, the people well, so an interesting an interesting wrinkle in it is that because they are not spies, right? They're not like government officials mm-hmm. or government actors, and there's nothing tying them directly to the Chinese government. The only thing they could do is charge them with like local trespassing laws, oh. which is just like what a fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that, just like basic normal stuff. I mean, I don't know how much good it would do to do anything more than that anyway but yeah so like if a few of them get caught or get a big penalty it's not that big a deal the chinese government mm-hmm. oh, just something that's fascinating to me is this the story that you are surprised hasn't gained more traction yeah like i, I was doing some research on it and this article from the wall street journal is really the only article i can find every day there are more than ten thousand controlled turnarounds quote unquote of individuals who arrive at military base gates. They are mostly drivers who are confused about where they are supposed to go and are turned around without incident. Some of those warrant additional checks and some trigger an investigation. The incidents are generally generally low level and so far none of them indicate quote unquote espionage. Hmm. Um, but there are other incidents serious enough to raise concerns with US officials. Um, like I said, that White Sands National Park near the missile silo. There's one in... Uh, the Arctic. Uh, there have been repeated incidents at an intelligence center base in Key West, Florida, starting some years ago, where Chinese nationals saying they were s- tourists were found swimming in the waters near the mer- military facility and taking pictures, according to officials familiar with the matter. I don't know. It's just like a like an interesting phenomenon. I yeah. think that's a uh, gate crashing. It's called? Yeah, it's called gate crashing. Like I said, this most when recent uh, one was at Kennedy Space Center. Government specifically instructs. Someone w- uh, in 2019, a Chinese woman was sentenced to eight months in prison after being convicted of unlawfully entering, for- un- entering former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. She entered the estate carrying two passports, four cell phones, and other electronics. Suspicious. I know, right? Uh, um, ec- there are some um, in Little Creek, Virginia, which is where a bunch of Navy SEALs train. So I think mm. I have a friend near there. Yeah, I don't know. Fascinating, just uh, like I said, it, it, it's not in the news or anything. I don't know. It's kind of a juicy, interesting story that yeah. I think is weird. And like I said, I found no other articles or anything on it than that one piece. Yeah. Well. Have you ever like uh, seen someone and thought they were a spy? No, I've literally never. Xenophobically, never. In my life. Fair enough. Not to say that I don't have racial prejudice yeah. deep inside me. It's just more like I've not never espionage been like, oh, based. That person, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that person's a spy. Like, no, that's never crossed my mind. Cool. All right, what's your second story? Uh, 
So there's a lot of love-related pop culture news uh-huh. that I could have chosen this week. Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner are kind of dating. Where were they seen together? The Beyonce concert. Odd, uh, unexpected pairing, I have to say. Um, mm-hmm. Travis, K- the Swifties are going wild with They're the Travis Kelsey Travis rumor. Kelsey. Um, he hyperextended his knee just before the game the I'm other sure day. I'm sure he did. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not a practice. Um, but I chose to talk about heartbreak rather than romance. Okay, who broke up? Sophie Turner oh. and Joe Jonas announced their divorce after four years of marriage. Sansa Sophie Turner Stark. is played Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones. Joe Jonas is the member, a member of the Jonas Brothers. What brother is he? Can you rank them chronologically? Yes, Kevin Jonas is the oldest. He yeah. plays guitar and doesn't sing. Least famous. Yes, Joe Jonas is the middle. He was the one that also who was in DNCE, that sort of like alt rock band. Don't remember them at all. Uh, talk to me, baby. I remember that. Yep. That that was them. Um, and then Nick Jonas is the youngest, married to Priyanka. Isn't there another one? No. Yeah, Frankie, but he's not he's a member. He's not the man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right. He's um, like the Hemsworth brother. That's not a, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of like the forgotten. Like, doesn't really look like all three. Like the all one that's in Westworld. He's in Westworld. Alike, and then there's Frankie, and you're like, he looks a little unhinged. Um, so last week, TMZ reported that Joe Jonas had been looking for a divorce attorney. So Joe Jonas was the one that. Yes, he was the one that okay. was looking for a divorce attorney. Then on September 5th, Joe Jonas files for divorce, funnily enough, in Miami. Then the next day, they released a joint statement, and this is their statement. After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. So, that was first a, of all. That was a joint statement? Yeah, it was like a you know little typed up thing. They both was on their Instagram at the same time. So, a lot of stuff has come out. This was shocking because... Uh, were there any rumors or any nothing, indication? That this nothing. Was Before TMZ reported that he was not even that they were like in trouble no, or in the no, doghouse. No, everyone was like they're good. Like she was seeing the Jonas Brothers are, are currently on tour. She was seeing like going to their concerts. Like there was no indication. Everyone thought they were strong, and they were kind of like an it couple. Like they're this really like cool, suave. Like she's a little bit younger. She's twenty seven. He's thirty four. Couple. Like she's taller than him, but like they didn't really care about that. Like they were just. This unexpected pairing that has been together for six years and they look good together and they seem cool and there's never been any rumors of anything, right? So obviously there's been a lot that has come out since from sources, right? Nice. And sources means people from their camps. Their camps. Exactly. Yeah, leaks. So... Um, They've been separated for, allegedly, they've been separated for six months. Sources say that Sophie liked to party and wasn't really taking care of the kids. Oh. I mean, they have so much money. She and Joe was the, the one at home taking care of the children. Um, and then it was said that he caught her saying and slash or doing something on the ring camera that made him realize that the marriage was over. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, the ring. Like, ring oh, camera. Oh, like, like the doorbell camera. camera. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Um, and then it came out that he was not supportive after the birth of their second child and that he pressured her into How many going kids out. Do they, have? To, they have two. two. And not she gave birth not that long ago. Mm. Like the kid is probably not even a year old. And then he pressured her to go out to events before she felt ready after having birth, take, giving birth. Aegon is their son's name or something? No, their second. I don't know what their first child name is, but this, they're super private about their kids. They don't post their kids on social media, and we don't even know the name of their second child. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably also. So Aegon. a lot has been sp- a lot has been a lot of negative stuff has been said about Sophie from yeah. quote unquote sources, right? The, it's um, the Jonas that she war, likes to war, party. war machine going yeah. in the full. That she likes to party. She was not really taking care of the kids. Blah blah blah. Um, but interestingly enough. A lot of people on the internet have kind of like seen right through that and been like, "There's no way that that is true." Like, jo- this is completely coming uh, from Joe Jonas. Is Joe camp kind of a, a, a dick? Like, is he a little loser like that? Is he the type to do this that? This is what people are thinking. It's coming from his camp. He's trying to spin it to make him look good. There's prop paparazzi pictures that came out the other day of him having lunch with his two kids alone, like he was taking care of them. Oh, very convenient. Yeah. Man, um, both the the. Jimmy and Joe. Are you just making up their kids' names? No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying your first story was tearing down a Jimmy, and your second story <laughs> is about how Joe. Uh, you're yeah. coming for the Jays. Most people today. are pro Sophie. Most people are in Sophie's corner though, because she's been pretty quiet. Yeah, just kind of like letting it unfold. Yeah, you know, comes and being out. like, what, I don't what got caught on the ring camera? If you got caught on the ring camera, you got the tapes. Come on. Well, no. Show so up, show up. If like. sources say that he heard, so we. Nobody has the, f- no media source has the footage, but. Yeah, I know, but. We'll, we'll get there. It's all hearsay at this point. Yeah. It's sad. I don't know. Do you think maybe they uh, just stopped growing their brands from their relationship, so now it's time to go marry someone else that's famous? Uh, no. I feel like they had, there was some toxicity in their relationship that. I don't think they were just married for the sake of their brands. I think that they genuinely loved each other and had a marriage, but I think that there was probably some underlying toxicity that kind of grew. I don't know. Now when this ring camera footage drops, it's going to be like the it's going to be like the Kim Kardashian tape all over again. I don't know if it'll be that big, but she probably said something that was like you think so? Like a dialogue? Uh, if I had to guess, based on all this speculation, or something probably like no, no. Uh, yeah, obviously they're trying to make so it like seem said like something she cheated. really rude. I think it was probably like they were separated, and she said something like, "I." Oh, he's such a little jerk, or something. Or like yeah, or like he's a, he's an asshole, or I don't really want to be in this marriage anymore. And he's like, "Okay, then I'm getting ahead of this and filing for divorce." Hmm. But it all just really unfolded fast. With no speculation yeah. that anything I was wrong before I s- this. I saw the headline about that ring camera the other day. You didn't fully process I it. Didn't. Well, I thought that it had already come out that they were getting divorced like a while ago. And mm-hmm. I had just missed it. I'm trying to think of like a Game of Thrones Thrones quote joke. about love or something like that. I hope they both find happiness. That's a Jonas Brothers reference. Yeah. To their first album that they yeah. have. Maybe we'll get some good songs out of this from mm. the Jonas Brothers, right? Yeah, their music's kind of like not not. Didn't really they just come out with a new album? Yeah, it was alright this right. year. Not I good. wasn't that like impressed mm. with it. Yeah. Jonas Brothers, uh, 
reunion tour. I don't think this is going to be good for their brand, though. You don't think so? No. I don't know. We'll see what keeps coming out. All right. What's your story? Okay. My second story, like I said, it's about France. I I don't know if I've ever asked you about this before or mentioned it to you before, but are you familiar with Laïcité in France? And uh, it's it's like the French version of secularism, right? Okay. Like you're not allowed to wear religious symbols in public spaces, some public spaces. Okay. And just, I think, about a week or two ago, uh, they officially banned women from wearing an, what's called an abaya, I think is how you pronounce it. It's like a robe. It's not, doesn't fully cover them, but covers up most of their body and it's loose fitting and it's a very traditional muslim garb right mm. that young women would wear right mm-hmm. and uh this doesn't sound like it's going in a good direction no they banned it from schools right they said yeah. it, it wasn't the only thing they banned but it was the main focus yeah. of the ban in school um and i think at the beginning of this past week so this past monday a bunch of students show up to sc- showed up to school still wearing them and were sent back home and like couldn't go to school with them on. Uh-huh. Um, it was like 300 students or something like that. And then just yesterday in the afternoon, the the I don't know if it's the highest court in France or one of the highest civil courts in France handed down a ruling that just basically like reaffirmed the lower court's finding. It was just like, mm. yeah, this is totally fine. We can do this. You have to blend in. Can't wear can't wear religious symbols in public. They don't have any religious freedom in France. Well, they have like like uh, this goes back to the idea of laïcité, which is you're allowed freedom of thought but not freedom of expression in like public places. Oh. Right? So you you can't wear a yarmulke in school either. Or a a golden cross, that's a necklace, or like a star of David, that's a necklace. You have to just wear, like, your school uniform. Or, you know, like, you have to be completely secularized. Mm. It's school. So school is where, like, the most, you know, the the, the tension people. happens. Yeah. Um, but it applies to, you know, like, courts and government buildings and things like that as well. Um, so it's not, like, in private places, right? It's only in public places, right. like the public square. It's, like, it comes from the idea of, like, separation of church and state, right? Wherever there's, like a government function there should be no expression of religion whatsoever yeah but this feels like it's uh fostering a kind of xenophobic weird yeah so that's a a lot of the people in the u.s in the u.s say like you're just using it as a weapon to oppress muslims yeah and uh, it's particularly contentious with muslims in france because so many of the immigrants that come to france are muslim right Mm -hmm. you know there's uh, there's a massive community of uh, Muslim refugees in France that I think should be allowed to like express their religion right mm. uh, and like but France has a big problem with them being like super visible in the public square right because they feel like they're not French right like um, I don't know it's sad it's I don't know I brought it up it crossed my flew across my radar I'm talking to some people about it it's something that I studied in school was laïcité when they first announced like a headscarf ban back in 2012 or something like that so it's been something on my radar for a while and something I've always been interested. I, for one, am vehemently opposed to laïcité and its conception of secularism. I think it's like the opposite of secularism. Yeah. But, you know, cultural differences. That's sad. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. To their credit, it does seem like they apply it pretty truly, right? It's not like... It's across all religions. It's not... Yeah, it's... You know, of course, I'm not there. I'm not in a French school, and I don't know right. what it's like, but... You know, like I said, you're not allowed to wear yarmulkes or golden crosses or things like that. So, but like I said, there's plenty of people that say they use it as like a weapon to, you know, oppress and hide. Uh, yeah, and it feels like let's make everybody look the same. Conform. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of, and like something that um, turned me on to it was like the court system in France. It's like, you know, a civil law. It's not common law right so it's not like made by judges it's all statute based mm-hmm. i think for the most part i don't know um and the united states adopts the english law system right we're mostly common law but there's one jurisdiction in the united states that uses a civil law jurisprudence can you guess what it is can you give me a hint the fact that it's french should give you that it's French. No idea. New Orleans in Louisiana, like. Oh, like an area. I thought yeah. you were wanted me to guess a specific law. Um, Heavily inspired by French law. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. French civil law. Um, huh. Hmm? There you go. Like I said, yeah, I brought two kind of like heavier, more serious stories. Maybe because I'm not so too. I, I I felt like it's been very slow news recently. Yeah. You said it's been on fire. Well, and pop the pop, culture. well, I talked about football. My world has been totally absorbed by football the yeah. past couple of weeks. So what's interesting, you know, it was just like Labor Day weekend. Celebrities and publicists do that on purpose. They drop a lot of news before the uh, the weekend, the Friday. They do the Friday news drop slash. Before a holiday weekend, they'll drop a lot of news because most people are on vacation. People can talk about it with their families over dinner. Or no, 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 not no. that. It's so that it doesn't get reported out as much. Oh, like they drop bad Controversial, news. Yeah. Like oh, like okay. Obviously, it's to not like slip it underneath something. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or like pile uh, it on. Uh, is there a tactic? Is there a name for that tactic? I feel like sand. No, not sandbagging. That's not the right word. Yeah, like a weekend news dump. News, yeah, there you go. News dump. That's um, I've been watching this publicist on TikTok. Her name is Molly McPherson, I believe. She does a really great job breaking down. She is a um, crisis PR professional. Oh, wow. Which is a fascinating she, she job. She got in touch with Jimmy Fallon recently? Um, no, but she like breaks down all of these topics that happened like celebrity talk she like she broke down all the lizzo controversy she broke down the uh um, oh, lizzo are there any updates on the lizzo controversy not that i've seen um but yeah it, it, she does a good job of sort of like breaking down like why would they drop this news at this point for what reason and what and she broke down like their statement and she's like it's very clear that they they each Somebody wrote the original statement, and then they went back and forth. And then Sophie's team was like, oh, we probably have to add something about all these narratives that have been spewed. Like, we're not putting out this mutual. She's like, this has, because um, the statement said, mutually decided. She has this. This is, is not mutual. This statement has not mutual written all over it. The fact that, like. Oh, really? Yeah. She's like, it's so. badly written. It Marriage is, is said two times in the first sentence. Um 
like you can tell that it was written by one camp and then sent to the other camp and redlined and then sent back and sent back until they both agreed on a couple okay, of statements. Okay, okay. That it reminds me of do you remember when Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow broke up? I don't remember, but yes. They they referred to it officially in the press as a conscious uncoupling as opposed to a breakup. That's it's so, so crazy how like they like how like try and frame it and like shape it and like it's it's disgusting. Yeah. But anyways, okay, we're going to move on to our shared interest. Okay. I have it sitting in front of us right now. Uh-huh. You just came back from a long trip, so we're going to celebrate a little bit to Here, have you I'll back. I'll hold the mic close to it and people can guess what it is and you can put the mic Oh, that's a good you idea. Can, you can handle it. I don't know if that really <laughs> of what that was. That's okay. We'll edit it in post. We'll get a sound clip in post. Okay. All right. Also, you can't tell specifically what it is because a lot of people might think that this is just champagne from the sound of me pouring. But in fact, it's much more special than just champagne. It's Prosecco. It's one of our favorite drinks to have together. You can hear the bubbles. Especially on a nice weekend like this, a little afternoon. I got the mic little afternoon bubbly. Mm-hmm. One of our nice things to get the evening started here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm... You sound like <laughs> a psalm trying to sell... You sound like a small Trying to kill like time as I fill these glasses. So we're going to start this evening with a really wonderful glass of Prosecco. This is... You didn't <laughs> know Prosecco is actually not champagne. They are two different. They come from two different regions of Italy, uh, of Europe. Go I ahead. do have some fun facts about Prosecco. Okay. I'll start with the fact that this is from... Hold on, cheers. Our, our go-to brand, Josh well, Wines. Well, don't tell people that. What? It, it's our. It's one of the easiest <laughs> drinking parents wines. Listen to this when they hear that my go-to brand. Product is of Josh. Italy. Product of Italy, right there like on cupcake. the front. D O C. Oh, come on, give me a break. All right. <laughs> We're gonna check the bottle for quality right now. Okay. A blue label D O C, which yep. is what this is, will tell you that the wine was produced in the surrounding flatter areas where a lot. A lot most automation and machinery is used in the harvest, right? So that's got to be this. Yeah, yeah, it's right on the front too. So, so Josh uses a lot of machinery. I think like their aging process a little bit different too. Yeah, because it's like more mass manufactured, but it's good and it's cheap and it's easy to drink and it's fine. Um, Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. It's uh, do you know what the word prosecco means? No, I do not. A path through the woods. And it's, it comes from the neighboring Serbia. Prosecco is in like the northeast region of Italy, mm-hmm. close to Serbia. And so people would like jaunt across the woods, I think, across the border. Um, the grape is called like Gerla, isn't it? Or Grela, okay. G-E-R-L-A or G-R-E-L-A, one of those two. Um, and the biggest difference between this and champagne, not only is it a different grape, but uh, the second fermentation stage that gives it all the bubbles is done in like sealed stainless steel barrels. Prosecco. Yes, as opposed to in the bottle, which is how champagne is done, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it gives it like a lighter, fruitier taste. It's better paired with like a prosciutto and fruits and things mm. like that. Uh, yeah, I came with the facts today. I know what I'm doing. Uh, there is less alcohol in champagne, uh, but also less calories and eh. than other wines as well. Okay. Uh, comes Who from cares? the Prosecco region. There's a National Prosecco Day. 
Yeah, I don't know. Just a nice drink. It's good for cocktails. I didn't look up any cocktail recipes, but that's okay. We can drink it. Right. Just just, just straight. Yeah. Well. <sighs> is that it for this week? That's it. That's all I got. I'm just gonna keep sipping this. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank <laughs> you.